Besides being a fun guy, no, that's a mushroom joke. We have amazing water up here. The mountain water really makes our mushrooms stand out. Today, we're headed north to the home of the Georgia Apple Festival, Elijay. The North Georgia mountain town of Elijay is quintessentially charming, welcoming visitors with its hiking trails, historic downtown, and wineries. And yes, Elijay is world famous for its apples, but they aren't the only thing being grown down here. These oyster mushrooms look so delicious. The heart of Gilmer County is also where you'll find the 171 acres of Georgia farmland in the foothills of the Appalachian Mountains that is the home to LJ mushrooms. I came from the mud, there's dirt on my hands. Strong like a tree, there's roots where I stand. I'm David Zelski, and this is the Fork in the Road podcast. Featuring the stories from Georgia's farmers, fishermen, merchants, artisans, chefs, and others who help provide Georgia-grown products to folks in the Peach State and beyond. Today, we will be hanging out with Howard Burke. He is one of the partners at LJ Mushrooms. Besides being a fun guy, no, that's a mushroom joke. Um, I just love growing things. Um, one thing led to another. I met my first mushroom partner uh, with two fun guys um, when we started Shamley's Farmer's Market in 2011. Um, with two fun guys, we enable you to become a mushroom grower at home. In 2018, my partner here in Elijay, Megan Kai, found me through that company, and now we grow mushrooms commercially. On this episode, Howard is going to walk us through the rows and rows of damp logs growing mushrooms in the greenhouses at LJ Mushrooms and give us the ins and outs of the operation. Yeah, so currently at uh, LJ Mushrooms, we are growing two types of mushrooms. One, we are growing shiitakes, which we'll go see in a little bit. And right now we're in our oyster house. Um, so our oyster mushrooms um, uh, are grown in here, and this is called pinning. So right now you can see the baby little mushrooms. These are little oyster mushrooms that have just came out of the log. Within the next two to three days, they will get to this next stage, a little bit bigger and a little bit happier. About three more days later, so a total of five to six days, you'll have your mushrooms ready to harvest. These oyster mushrooms look so delicious. All you would have to do is just twist it off this log, put it into a harvest basket, keep it in our refrigerator. You can order our mushrooms and then take it home and eat it. Have a great, healthy, yummy meal. Look how cool those oysters are. The gills are so pretty, so nice. When Howard says they're so pretty and so nice, what is he looking for? And just how can he tell that it's a perfect mushroom? Really, just to have a, a good size oyster head, like the top of the cap, um, before it starts flipping up, which would be when they drop their spores, which would be like this. So this oyster mushroom is still good. Um, it just won't have as long as a shelf life uh, compared to something that's a little bit tighter. It always helps when someone can make it all sound so simple. Now that we know what to look for, let's talk about the why. Why are mushrooms so beneficial? Well, mushrooms are great in general. With the oyster mushrooms, they're a good source of protein as well. They, uh, the great nutrients inside. Uh, but the main highlight, which we really like to talk about right now, is the shiitake mushrooms. The shiitake is an edible mushroom native to East Asia, which is now cultivated and consumed around the globe. Shiitakes are really, really special mushroom. Um, really high in vitamin D. Um, they lower your blood pressure, lower your cholesterol. Um, they have a lot of amino acids that's the same as us. Um, 
huge in protein, iron, zinc, so technically the other magic mushroom. They're just packed full of nutrients. Um, a lot of vegans, vegetarians love eating these because it's a great meat replacement. They're very thick, meaty, earthy when you have them. Super easy to cook. Just put them in your pan, some olive oil, some butter, um, salt and pepper, and there you go. Or you can mix it in with your steaks or lettuce or eggs, whatever you want to do. They accompany everything. You might see mushrooms growing in your backyard or in your crawl space or even behind your refrigerator. But that doesn't mean it's a simple process. There's a lot of thought, science, and ingenuity involved in the effort to grow the perfect mushrooms at LJ Mushrooms. Yeah, so this is our oyster grow room. Um, and what we have in here is we need the temperature to be between 65 and 70 degrees for the oysters to pin and fruit. Um, they need misting to come from our misters to give the moisture. Moist mushrooms are about 85% water. Um, so if we didn't have enough water in here, the mushrooms would dry out. So with the temperatures around 65 to 70 degrees, um, then it triggers the oyster log to say, oh, it's changing, I'm ready to fruit. So that's why in the seasons like fall, um, from spring to fall or summer to fall, uh, you start seeing a lot more mushrooms in the cooler mornings, warmer days, because it's starting to trigger and trick the mushrooms into something's happening, it's time to fruit. Um, so in our grow house here, we have rows and rows of oyster logs. And what we do is we put them out here on the rows and we cut little X's in them or open them up so the mushrooms have a little bit of surface space to creep out of a little cracks and crevice so they can start growing. They love to find these little edges um, and start growing out of them. If too much surface space was open, then the oysters would uh, lose the moisture to allow the mushrooms to grow. So we just cut little marks in there and grow. We also have a different version over here. As you can see, they start coming out of the little hole. They just love these little cracks and crevices. Um, you might see mushrooms when you're walking in nature along the trail more so than in the middle of the woods. For some reason, they just love these edges, the changes. That's where they like popping out. Wait, now that sounds pretty much like the mushrooms you can find in the yard, right? So what's the difference? When you're out doing yard work at home and your wife or husband or friend tells you to pick up you know, the yard work and you pick up a stick and it has white, that's some type of mycelium. In this case, the white here is oyster mycelium, which is like the seed of your tomato plant, um, but that's not really the real term for it. Mycelium, noun, the mass of interwoven filamentous hyphae that forms especially the vegetative portion of the thallus of a fungus and is often submerged in another body. What happens is that Mushrooms are decomposers, so they will break down all the organic material. Um, so when you walk in the woods, you don't see trees piled all the way to the sky because some other type of mushroom or mycelium is starting to break that down. In the case for the oysters and shiitakes, we make the substrate, which is the mix in oysters is wheat straw and the oyster mycelium. And then we know we're the first ones in here. But in your backyard, you could have millions of different types of mushrooms. So you never want to eat a mushroom unless you know 100% sure what it is. So that's kind of how the cycle works is that the mycelium will start breaking down the trees in your backyard, the leaves, um, and that's some other type of decomposer. But in this case, this is the oyster mycelium, which is eventually will turn this into compost. Yeah, some of the mushrooms you can find in the yard might be safe and delicious, but that is a big, dangerous gamble that most certainly is not worth it. 
Let's now move into the shiitake house and learn even more about the fascinating process involved with growing these mushrooms at LJ Mushrooms. So now we're in uh, our shiitake house. Um, it's a double layer greenhouse. So on top of this greenhouse, we have a water line running to keep uh, the greenhouse cool. So the cool mountain water will, while on, will reduce the temperature in here about five to seven degrees. This also keeps the mushrooms happy. It also keeps our employees happy. But as you can see, the sun is just trying to sneak in here, trying to bust through two layers of shade cloth and plastic. So a mixture of the shade cloth and the water running on top of the greenhouse without getting the mushrooms wet and soggy, this allows us to keep the mushrooms at the ideal temperature and our employees comfortable. So we have 90% shade on two layers, so we can roll the sides up um, and lower it down to allow air to come through. It's just a big crank that makes it go up and down. And we have our water system here to hydrate our logs um, because mushrooms are a majority moisture. Um, we can hold about 10,000 mushroom logs in here. So these mushroom logs are uh, a composite of hardwoods um, shredded up with the shiitake mycelium and some water. Um, these logs can produce about three or four rounds of mushrooms before they start turning into compost. We have amazing water up here. The mountain water really makes our mushrooms stand out from everybody else. Um, it's, it's never been touched before. Um, it's just perfect. These mushrooms just really just love it. Soak up that nutrients and grow beautifully. Um, and it really makes a difference in the taste. Kind of like when you hear people say, uh, the bagels are better in New York because of the aquifer or the crepes in Paris. Well, the mushrooms taste better in Georgia, North Georgia and Elijay because of our water aquifer. Write that down. The water in North Georgia makes the mushrooms taste better. Um, so in here we have different stages. So on a normal day, we will put out some fresh logs based upon the orders we have. Within a couple days, they'll start to pin. And what that means is that you'll see these little baby mushrooms start coming out of the shiitake logs. A couple days after that, they'll start getting a little thicker and they'll start joining together. The mushroom harvesting is very tedious. What we have to do is we have to go around thinning the lo mushroom logs, which that means is that we're gonna have to start separating some of the pins away from the other mushrooms so that we can grow nice big round ones. There's not a taste difference in them. It's just for the industry, they call the perfectly round one a number one, and one that's a little bit flatter, a number two. So there's a different dollar value based upon that. Um, they taste the same to me. I eat them all, it's great. Um, but what, what we'll have to do is a whole row will start to pin, and then we'll have to go around and thin. And what that means is that we'll have to come in here and pull out this little mushroom guy so these guys can grow nice and big. Otherwise, they're gonna start growing together in weird shape. So there's many days when we're in here just thinning and pinning mushrooms. After about five days of thinning and pinning, the mushroom logs will pop out relatively quickly. So you have tons of shiitakes on your log. So on harvest day, we'll come through and what we want to do is you want to get the mushrooms when the cap is down and the cap is still turned down before it drops all of its spores. Once the mushroom gets real flat, uh, kind of like this, the shelf life is not as long. 
but they're still super yummy and this will still last 10 to 12 days. This one will last a lot longer. Some of the smaller ones will let grow another day or so. So the mushrooms will be mature at different times throughout the log. So we'll have to go back and forth on these rows, you know, this entire week. All of this talk helps to explain the methodology behind the grow process here at LJ Mushrooms. But that process just doesn't develop on its own, not without some trial and error. There's been a lot of mistakes um, growing mushrooms. They're very sensitive to weather and temperature and moisture. Um, up here in LJ in North Georgia mountains, um, we did get snow last year. So when the weather's really cold, the mushrooms slow down and grow a lot slower. When the weather's really hot, they speed up and grow really fast. So they could go from a perfectly small mushroom to a giant flat one within six hours on a really hot day. So what we've learned to do is try to regulate the temperature by raising the shade cloth or lowering the plastic to trap in air or release air. It's kind of like your big green egg or Komodo Joe. So we can get the airflow in there and um, capture the proper temperature, you know, around 65 to 75 degrees um, for growing. Did you think that mushrooms could grow that fast or that the cold could slow them down as much as it does? No, I certainly didn't know that. We've had a lot of times, we've actually had our first time this year where we had to tell a customer that we were short on mushrooms because it was colder than expected and the mushrooms just did not want to come out and play. They just were kind of hanging back and saying, I'm cold, I'm not ready to grow and get out there yet. Um, but we tried to heat up the greenhouses to speed it along. So learning process that during wintertime, it's going to take longer for the mushrooms to grow. So our timings for harvest and delivering need to be adjusted. Walking through the greenhouses and learning about the processes involved in growing and harvesting mushrooms is wonderful. And wouldn't you love to experience it for yourself? Well, you're in luck. Yeah, so up here in LJ, it's the capital of Georgia for apples. Um, everybody comes up here in the fall with their family to you pick apples. Um, in January 2024, uh, we'll be opening up our you pick mushroom farm. Yes, you heard that correctly, a you pick mushroom farm. Um, we'll also have an educational center um, out in the front of our land so that we can have schools come, learn about where food comes from, that these are not your mom and grandma's old slimy mushrooms. They're a different type of mushrooms that everybody needs to get reacquainted with. Um, they're thick, they're meaty, and it's your next best meal. So in January 2024, we'll have a you pick here at LJ Mushrooms, where you and your family will be able to come in here and harvest your own mushrooms, take them home and cook. It's going to be one kind of special experience. It is important to note that Howard doesn't do all of this work on his own. I have two amazing partners, uh, Megan and her sister, Amanda. Um, and another big player is Megan's husband, Mr. Lee. So they found me through my company, Two Fun Guys in Atlanta, um, to create this amazing uh, mushroom farm. Um, we also have a great team of employees that are from Gilmer County, um, went to Gilmer High School, um, and it's a great op opportunity for them to work with us here on this Georgia-grown farm uh, to produce mushrooms, um, pack mushrooms up for the consumers like you. This gives them another alternative up here um, in rural Georgia instead of being in the chicken houses, which is not such a bad job, but having more options up here in North Georgia is a nice thing. Um, and we've had a great reception with the community and welcoming, wel welcoming us 
um, to, to North Georgia uh, up here in LJ. You can find Howard, Megan, Amanda, and everyone at LJ Mushrooms on Old Flat Branch Road in LJ, Georgia. And you can watch A Fork in the Road on GPB TV or anytime on the gpb.org website. That's where you'll also be able to listen and subscribe to this podcast or download it on your favorite podcast platform. I'm David Zelski. Thanks for listening to A Fork in the Road.